Hey friends, it's me, Colleen Maloney, and you're listening to The Gift of Purpose. I believe you want to understand why you're here. Everyone has a purpose. You are on a journey of self-discovery, which will lead you to fulfilling your purpose. While on your journey, becoming the best me you were always meant to be, your best self. If that is you, welcome. Let's begin the gift of purpose. Hi friends, it's me, Colleen Maloney. I woke up this morning to a beautiful sunny day in St. Augustine. What's not to love about the weather in Florida, right? <laughs> oh, what a blessing. Anyway, today I was going to share with you about the trilogies that I had made the three episodes called Broken is the first one, the first miracle that took place. The second one in the trilogy is Taking Flight. And the third miracle is A Fresh New Start. Today, I want to share with you what happens after the last miracle. So to kind of refresh your memory, I was living in Sonoma, California, and my husband never moves there with me. I lived there for less than a year. And because of the big uh-oh moment, I did not want to continue in the marriage any longer. But because of the people in Sonoma, the Hispanic people that preyed on me, I was filled with so much forgiveness and so much love because what I had experienced was the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's what they saw. These people were visionaries and that's what they saw. I had no clue what the anointing of the Holy Spirit meant. And guess what? I didn't even try to find out what it meant. <laughs> I just sort of moved along. But the really amazing gift that came from the visionary people, well, actually the gift of the Holy Spirit upon me, was all of a sudden these little songs started to take place. Just little worship songs. And I did sing as a child and through high school and different times in my life. But this was something new because I think in my life being so unhappy, I wasn't really singing that often anymore. A true joy of my heart was really to sing. So anyway, another interesting gift showed up. I started to know things. 
And it's really interesting, but I remember my husband sending me, I don't know, I think he wrote like a little letter to me. And that's all it said was, could I give him another chance? He never admitted to doing anything wrong throughout our whole marriage. He never admitted to doing anything that was even looked cross-eyed. So that's a problem when you're living with someone who never will admit they've done X, Y, and Z. It's very perplexing and you start to even second guess and question yourself. Anyway, because I still to this day don't really understand why I continued in the marriage. And like I said, the only thing I can really believe is I had so much love in my heart, so much forgiveness. Now, the interesting thing is I never thought to ask God, hey, should I still stay in this marriage? And also what the holy woman, Lisa Bailey, had told me, had revealed to me that she heard from God was that, you know, he was going to change, I was going to change, and that I would change the most, which all really did come to pass. <laughs> so, one of the, I had two conditions, you know, that we were going to move from Sonoma. Um, well, I guess maybe that was my only condition, I guess. Well, anyway, that we were moving from Sonoma and there was some other places that he started to look for work. And Jacksonville, Florida popped up. And I think there was two or three places that he could choose from. And I knew, I knew it was Jacksonville is where we were going to live. Like I said, I didn't really understand. I never really had this type of gifting before that all, you know, all of a sudden I started to know things. <laughs> anyway, so now we are moving to Jacksonville, Florida. But before we moved to Jacksonville, of course, we put our house up for sale in Sonoma and I was a bit concerned in a way to think, how's this house going to sell after we only lived in it not even quite a year? I think when it sold, it was exactly a year. And But I just knew we were supposed to move a f another fresh start, so to speak. <laughs> anyway, so, but before we moved there, we go and stay with my husband's parents for like a week. And one night, I don't know what time, it was in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden, I felt this hand on my head. And I even lifted my head up. And I heard and I and it was only it wasn't like an audible voice. I've only heard the audible voice once in my life. Um, and that was like when I was 18 years old. But this was a strong voice nonetheless. And I heard the Lord say to me, this is how I want you to pray on the people. And I shook my head 
and I went back to sleep. Now, I'm telling you, it was a physical. I could feel this hand physically on my head. So, but you know how it goes. I woke up in the morning and I said to my husband, who was laying next to me, did you put your your hand on my head like this last night? And he said, no. I knew it wasn't him because I heard the voice tell me, this is how I want you to pray on people. But yet again, no clue. Move forward. Now we move to Jacksonville and we look for a house and we decide to build. Well, actually, I just, I don't know. Like I said, I had so much love in my heart that I just let my husband pick the kind of home he wanted. I wanted another home, but then I acquiesced. Oh, shoot. I can't say the word right now. Ah, It's a brain freeze. But anyway, I allowed him to choose the home he wanted which is very unusual for me because I always chose the home we were going to live in. After all, I'm the one that's, you know, taking care of the home, cleaning, cooking, you know, all the basic things uh, that a woman does. Well, men do it too, but I was, I, it was more my role in my marriage anyway. So we're living in Florida now. In Jacksonville, finally we move into our home. And I don't remember how long we lived. We didn't live there very long. I mean, I think it took almost a whole year process before we could move in to this new home. So first we stayed in an extended, extended stay in America. And then we lived in this, in, for six months, in this more rundown apartment. And then, of course, then our home. So I don't remember if we lived there I think a couple years. And then my sister Kathy decides she's going to move to Florida. So she so I have my sister and I think she only stayed like four months and decided it was not for her. But anyway, so then um I'd say maybe another year goes by because I didn't live very long in Jacksonville, Florida. So I think it maybe was four years total and three years in the new house, I think. Anyway, so my sister uh, and my brother, because now my sister, like I said, did not like Florida to have as her permanent residence, but my niece was going to be married in January. I think it was like January 6th or something like that. Anyway, the beginning of January, anyway, was going to be her marriage. And my brother and my sister, so my brother Patrick and my sister Kathy were coming to Jacksonville to stay with us for the holidays. I was tickled pink because then the wedding is right after the holidays. It was so nice to have them with with us for the holidays. And so then it's time. Uh, so we go to the wedding and then, you know, that's all said and done. And my daughter, Melissa, this is after 9-11. So in September, you know, 9-11 happened. And then this is now, we're moving into January, my niece's wedding. And so my, so then we go to the wedding and then we're leaving. We're leaving to go visit. I'm leaving to go visit my family. And my brother and sister drove up from Wisconsin. And so they're going to drop me off in Illinois to stay with my daughters. And I all, and so it really worked out perfect because I didn't have to spend money on a ticket 
And plus then I could decide when I wanted to come home. Now the reason why I was going at that time to visit my daughters was Melissa had lost her job with Motorola. After 9-11, there was so many cutbacks and she was one of the um, people that, you know, lost her job and now had to try to scramble to see what she could find. And unfortunately, um, she was going through a, a rough time. She said she was feeling depressed and would I come and stay with um, her and my daughter Francesca? And I said, sure, I'll come. And so we're, my sister and my brother and I are traveling to um, drop me off in Illinois to stay with my girls. But at the, but the, okay, so the first night, my brother and sister, we stayed in a motel or a hotel, I'm not sure. Anyway, we stayed, we stayed for a night. And then the next day we were heading back and they were going to drop me off by my daughter's. But we received a phone call. And the phone call was that my dad was dying and we needed to get to the hospital in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And so that took the detour of me not going to see my daughters right away, but directly going to the hospital to see our father in his last moments. Now he was... So he lingered for like four days and then he was called home, called home to heaven. So, but it was, believe it or not, it was almost like God blessed us with that special time with my siblings so that we would bond together in a special, unique way. And then the next thing, it was my dad's funeral and my daughters came up with their dad and then it was the last showing. I did, so they were the, the last viewing of my dad before they closed the, the casket. And the director came in and said for one of us to lead the family out to say our last goodbyes, our final goodbyes. So we all kind of stood there and I didn't move forward because my oldest brother, Mick, I felt he should have the honor of leading the family out. And the next thing I knew, my husband shoved me. Now, this is the kind of shove that you, that, you know, like you're flying like three feet or whatever, and I almost fell. Almost like a clown when they're kind of like pretending they're going to fall. That's what it was like. But thank goodness I didn't fall. Um, but it was horrifying. And in front of all my siblings to be shoved like that? Okay, there. I'll lead back to that later of why I'm sharing that particular moment with you. Okay, so anyway, we say our final goodbyes and I still continue to stay in Green Bay with my sister for maybe another week or two. And then she was said she would drive me back up to stay with my girls. So one day my sister and I are watching a show on Oprah about the internet and about men going on escort service um, sites and different things like that. And, and my sister starts to hint to me about things. And I look at her and I say, are you talking about my life? Are you saying this is happening in my life? And she said, yes. 
And she said, then she proceeded to tell me the year-long secret that my daughters and my sister were keeping from me. What happened was my daughter Melissa needed a computer and so her dad shipped one of his computers from Florida to Illinois. Because my daughter is went to school and has degrees in IT, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why she felt led to search the history of the computer. Because I believe her dad thought he had wiped it clean. But because she's trained in that arena, so to speak, I don't know. She just kept searching and searching. And what she found, then she called, she was like devastated. And then she called her sister, Francesca, and told her what had happened. Or I, I guess didn't call her, just told her sister. And then they called my sister, Kathy, and told her the story. And they said to my sister, Kathy, that if she told me what they found out, they would never speak to her again. They said, what is the point in telling our mother why hurt her? She's never going to leave him anyway. Now, I'm going to tell you, even to this day, that still stings a little bit to hear that. But I guess it was really true. It, you know, and that's what it appeared to be. And, but when I heard that, that this was what was going on, all of these things on the computer, all these escort services were on this computer and I don't know what else she discovered. And I didn't even find this out till years later exactly what was all that on that computer. But anyway, so <laughs> because it was a secret and I couldn't reveal to my daughters that I knew the truth now, so I fabricated my own little story. Now, when I traveled with my brother and sister from Florida to Wisconsin, I had no clue that I was going to be leaving my marriage. No clue whatsoever. <laughs> but I'm going to back up now again. Remember how my husband had shoved me at the funeral? Okay. At the celebration of my dad's life? <laughs> Michael Maloney. Anyway, so I fabricated this story. Well, I mean, that's actually actually happened. But what I mean is I fabricated that I, I was already planning to leave the marriage. And one of the reasons was because he shoved me. And I just, because of other things that had happened in the marriage, I just did not want to continue in the marriage any longer. And so I just said I was already contemplating leaving the marriage and they believed me and uh, and actually they were really happy. And so now I had to find uh, an attorney to get divorced. But I met this woman and she said to me, you know, just call him up and say you want the divorce and that he has to divorce you. And so I just kind of followed that advice and I called him up and said, you know, I want I am leaving this marriage that we're both on a different spiritual path. The interesting thing is throughout my marriage, I always told him what I had find, found out and he always lied to me. And this time I didn't do that. I didn't give any reasons. 
I just said I'm on a different journey than he was, a spiritual journey, which was true. But I'm telling you, oh my gosh, what a, like a mini miracle not to be lied to. And if I was being lied to, I already knew the truth. It was amazing to really know the truth. And my daughter said to me, mom, because, you know, I figured I had to go back to Florida to get the divorce. And they said, no, mom, stay here. If you go back, you're going to, he's going to talk you back into staying with him again. You've always done it. We don't want you to go back. And I said, okay, I won't. You know, it's really interesting that because of their fear that I would slip back into old patterns. And, you know, I'll never know for sure. I mean, I had made up my mind, but I am glad I waited cause, because I don't know if, if I would have went back too early, maybe I would have slipped back into old patterns. But the more that I stayed on my own, oh my gosh, the more I just started to grow and stepping into the new me. That's what it felt like, stepping into the new me. And then the gift of knowing things exploded. And, um, and that's one of the ways that I help women. Now, if you listen to um, Taking Flight, she's told me that I would help hurting women. There were so many hurting women in the world and I would help the women. And I asked her, how am I going to help the women? And she said they would come to me. Well, they came, they do come for spiritual guidance. They come for life coaching. And they come when I'm at speaking engagements. <laughs> so, Lisa Bailey, God used her to help me to go in the, into the correct direction. And, and God was guiding me all the while. And again, I just thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for all the miracles. Thank you for all the guidance. And thank you, Lord, that you would even want to use me. Thank you. Well, enjoy the day wherever you are. Embrace all the beauty of this new day and, and the unexpected that is going to show up today. Just love one another. Make sure you hug your children. Tell them how wonderful and special they are. Hug your husband. Tell him how much you love him. Be blessed and remember, dreams do come true. Miracles do happen every day. Just open your eyes and your ears to, to see and to hear. God bless you.